0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. Taking a break from bashing NBC and their sports coverage, I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molter. How has the U.S. Open started for you, Andy? It's We've got a couple low scores here. I mean, not low for golf, but generally in the Open, you usually see stuff around minus one plus one. We've got a couple twos and threes up there.
1: Yeah, I'm just happy <clears throat> a couple of the guys I bet against are doing bad. Like uh, Brandon Grace is already doing poorly. Uh, I have a matchup against him. So that's nice. I have a Satoshi kadaira Grace and Murray matchup, which is a, just, I explained that off air a little, just a, Fucking disaster pillow fight. Those guys aren't making the cut. Well, it's it's a day one matchup anyway, but uh, those guys aren't making the cut. Cut might be like four or five over. This is going to be interesting. I'm not sure uh, what we have. But right now, your leaders are, of course, David Lingmerth and amateur Stuart Hagestad. So, he's
0: so tall.
1: Yeah. He's, he's wild.
0: He's a uh, big boy.
1: There's, there's a bunch of decent names at two under. There's a bunch at one under, but yeah, this should be a this should be a very challenging, uh, challenging course over these four days. And I honestly think this might be some of the easier conditions you see because we did get some, we did get some moisture in the last couple days. Ah, there, there's talk of storms popping through too, so be interesting. But yeah, I'm uh my a lot of my outrights haven't fired off yet. I gave them all out yesterday. Neiman is one off the lead, tied for third uh sucks he put his first shot into the damn bleachers Then all my other outright none of them start to like one in fact two of them tee off together mito and sungjay tee off together and then burns and fitzy a little later in the day but yeah the coverage sucks it is what it is we get spoiled with the masters i'll watch uh i'll watch other things today i'll see is it is it a day baseball kind of day or is it i do have to pull up tennis
0: I'll it's keep flipping like around game
1: at There we go.
0: I'll take my beating from NBC universal and keep flipping around and try to watch the golf. Cause this is, I mean, the masters is the best golf tournament of the year. This is my favorite. I just, I love watching golfers go out and, and that's why I'm disappointed in the scoring. This course could be harder. Let's get that rough growing. I haven't heard anybody complain about rough in at least a day or two. Let's get that shit high. I just like watching these guys actually look like real golfers, like struggle like the rest of us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, get out there and fertilize that uh, rough. Let's get another inch on that by the time we get to Sunday. And yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to try to find it. I'll figure out how the, to watch USA. <sighs> okay. All right. Enough enough of that. We'll now get let's talk to... about something
0: we're really excited for. <laughs>
1: yes, fuck this game. The <laughs> NBA Finals. The NBA Finals uh, conclude tonight, possibly, with a Golden State win, but this is back in bean down. Boston minus three and a half, laying about a buck sixty on the money line, two ten for a total. It's kind of found its water found its level there, and I don't know what to do with this. I again, I have a Boston future on the line. It's hanging by a thread, and so I need Boston to win. I'll probably stay away from betting this one since essentially I have a two game parlay at a terrible price. But uh, have you have you broken down how this is going to go? We have the ref assignments. We know how these games have gone. We've seen these teams play five times in a row now. What say you, Mr. C?
0: Well, to the ref thing real quick, no brothers, no fosters. So no ref conspiracy nonsense tonight. I know Lockie Lockerson is somewhere feeling better about life as a result of that. but. You watch this Boston team that in the fourth quarter of game four, as I so eloquently put it, shit their bridges and then had to sit in those bridges for three days, go into golden state and then lose a game that, I don't know how you lose that game. Steph Curry was bad. The Warriors. I think we shared the tweet again on Tuesday. I believe it was when you weren't here. It was the first. The Warriors, the first team ever to win a game where they missed something like twenty threes, had less than fifteen free throw attempts, and got out offensive rebounded by like five or six or something. I just I don't know how you're Boston. You come home now i don't necessarily know how the boston crowd reacts but i know if this was a philadelphia crowd this is not a crowd you want to come home to this would not be a supportive crowd and i wonder if the boston crowd's going to be a little like that where things are going to be uneasy and if this doesn't start well for boston if they don't come out and win that first quarter and look good this could be real ugly real fast but uh, we've seen the warriors struggle time and time again to close out series on the road it's Kind of a funky anomaly, and who knows what's going on there. My favorite conspiracy theory about that is that the Warriors' ownership wants another home game so they can make another $20, 25000000000 billion. But I think the players maybe are not so aware of that. So in general, I think the first quarter is going to be super telling. Boston has got to come out, get control of this game quickly, and put up some points. And I think as a result of that, the bet I have tonight, give me the first half over um looking at this series the first half has gone over this number i believe three times already um something like 55% of the points um a little higher than that in every game come in the first half we've just seen a real dichotomy in terms of the pace and shooting when it comes to first half and second half so i'll be grabbing a first half over and honestly i'll probably be live betting some unders i might even go do some goofy same game parlays where i do first half under i'm sorry first half over full game under because there's no way they know how to do that correlation properly. Um, but give me the first half over just as a general bet here. Again, I think things start quickly and then slow down.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. And hopefully things start quickly because I played a prop just because there's not much to bet on today. I already got all my golf in. One of my golf bets actually canceled. Um, it was uh, Abe Answer pulled out. It was the one I gave out on the fucking show. Sorry. I gave it out on the show and it canceled. I woke up to, uh, I had a couple bets pushed last night in baseball. And then uh, this one, I had all these canceled bets and one was golf. And I said, I wonder which one pulled out if it was uh, Mito or Answer. Because if it was Mito, I'd have some outrights canceled too. But it was Abe Answer. Sounds like he might, he might have the LIV flu, is the rumor. But uh, also uh yeah, there's there's a lot of issues pre-tournament. There are rumors of Harold Varner had some sort of illness. Uh Jordan Spieth just came out and said he was sick. He's not looking good today. Cantley's been dealing with a family issue the past couple of days. So a lot of uncertainty. Have fun with that. I didn't play any DFS. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to try to mess with it when it's uh, a tournament I'm barely understanding what the course is gonna be like and then uh, yeah, Jordan Jordan Spieth must have gone to two baseball games and a horse track in the same weekend before he hey, played too many golf. Cocaine, because, nachos. Yeah, that's what happens to your tummy. But uh, I digress. Back to the game. Marcus Smart over two and a half three pointers.
0: I love it. He's the only guy on the Celtics that hasn't been afraid.
1: He yeah. The, the, from my again, this is Andy, casual NBA better. Don't go nuts on this. But he's hit this in four out of the five games. All three of them were just three on the nuts, but he's taking a lot. He has taken double-digit three-pointers four times in this postseason. He's taken at least nine, I think another five or six times. Like he will take these shots. He's not afraid. And he's a he's not Steph Curry, but he's a 30-32% three-point shooter. He just needs to fire up seven, eight, nine. And we have a chip chair and a chance that's at a decent price. He does have better splits at home. They are at home. I think it was roughly 20 percentage point, 20 percentage points. <laughs> he goes from like a 30 to a 50 at home to uh, not, not that many. But he, he does go up. I'm going to have to go look at his split out That was not right at all. It is He is a better shooter at home when it comes to three-point shooting. I'm, I have it right now. Yeah, two. Two. So, like, two tenths. Twenty hundredths. Twenty hundredths is the same thing. I'm just not converting right. So, he does go from the 32 to 34.2 when he is home. So, I guess a little bit of bump, but... Yeah, just kind of a fun one for me tonight because I don't know what to bet in this game. And it would behoove my Celtics bets if Mr. Smart was scoring about 30. Tatum 40 tonight, he says. I don't know. Tatum has been weird for me in this tournament. Tournament. I guess it is a tournament when it comes down to it. The NBA playoffs tournament. They should call it that because that (laughs) would sound weird. Just super weird. But uh, yeah, here go... Go Celtics. I think that's what we're on. So hopefully we can get a a nice result. And Marcus Smart just ends up with maybe draining the first three shots right away. Oh, my God. It would be nice to get this one. This is one you can definitely get out of the way by halftime. And it's not super likely. But uh, these things happen. It'd be awful nice to at least have two by halftime. If we have two by halftime, I think I'll, I'll feel good about my life.
0: I saw a halt in the chat. Yes, the Mithurin at five numbers moving on us. Did I tell you guys to take some Ivy at five? That's the other number that seems to be interesting. If you've got some Mithurin, go take like your Mithurin stake and put it on Ivy to be five at like plus 200 or better is still out there. And the other draft bets, and I think these have moved. Honestly, follow Vegas Refund. He really does a good job of getting out on top of these things and tweeting them out as, as soon as we kind of attack them. But. Um, again, it's terrible with these names. Ochai, um, Baji under 15 and a half at a reasonable number, reasonable, honestly minus 50 or minus 150 or better. looks good. And then this number, I think, is pretty much gone. A.J. Griffin, over 10.5 at plus money. Looks like he's going to fall back down there. And, yeah, Holt, I did say Ivy at two. Hopefully you got that at a big number. I've been starting to read that we might have Ivy at five. So I grabbed a little bit of that as as well. So just some quick draft bets here again. Hard to find these. They're starting to open up at some offshores. And we'll do some more formal draft bets next week as they start to open up more.
1: Yeah, Bill Parcells did call the NFL playoffs tournament because he's – Uh, Weird dude, but, um, what else we got golf. I do have some golf bets this afternoon. Um, a couple, like I said, a couple of my golf bets did start. Um, we should check what the the mess is between Kadyra and Murray. Kadyra still leads by one. Let's go Satoshi. Let's go. Um, Neiman's still at minus two, but I have a couple for this afternoon Hadwin, I'm just pulling this up right now. Hadwin and Herbert are the same tee time. It says 2.09 p.m., assuming Eastern. So you're looking at a tee time that starts in about two, two and a half hours, something like that. They do pull these down like 10, 15 minutes before they get out on course. So you probably got two hours to get this one in. I laid minus 120. Lucas Herbert is the guy I bet against in a couple spots not sure exactly what I hate about this guy, but boy, he did not come up well in any of my numbers. I looked a lot at, again, how were your greens and regulation? How do you fit to this course? How has your form been? How have you played on tougher, tougher conditions so far this year? How have you played in tougher, rough conditions, which, uh, you know, obviously is what we're seeing here. So he didn't, didn't mark out well in any of that, so I ended up betting against him a couple spots. I think, yeah, this is more of a, a, a Herbert fade, so hopefully he doesn't play well. I've bet against him twice. Hadwin is, you know, nothing special as far as where I have him ranked. He's kind of right in that uh Tommy Fleetwood, Harold Varner range for me, but it's still quite a bit above here. I make this price closer to buck thirty-five, buck forty. He is. Again, not elite, but a good greens and regulations guy, a guy who's played okay at tougher condition courses. So I like this one. And then the other one, I tend to just write out the last names. Would not have worked so hot in this one, as uh, it's Leon Lee, brother on brother crime. I have no idea. They're probably not related. <laughs> like it's it's it's. I'm guessing there's plenty of people with the last name Lee. I mean, how many how many people, we have, especially, geez, on the women's tour, there are like six girls with the same last, it's not like they all have the last name and they're on the tour. It's like they're all good and they have the same last name. It's very common, Smith-esque. So Danny Lee is the guy I'm betting over Minwoo Lee, two different people. Danny Lee is someone I like. Uh, I like the, I like the uh, form last week. And Minwoo Lee is someone I have way, 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 way down the, uh, down the old uh, pipe, I oh, guess. Yeah, where I was trying to find where did Danny Lee finish last week? So Danny Lee, New Zealander, I couldn't remember if he was Australian or New Zealand, and it was Australasian, tied for tenth at Canadian Open. Not a lot of people talked about him. Really liked what I saw, and so I did lay the half stroke here. It was a bigger price than this, but I think this could be a beat down. Ben Lee is far enough down by numbers where I'm not expecting him to play very well here at this tough course. So Danny Lee laying the half stroke so a tie is a loss at minus 101 here.
0: I can dig it. Yeah, I like the, the minus a half. I like it. Who needs a tie? Ties are un-American. What is this? Soccer? Yeah.
1: We don't need this. Yeah, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as ties. Ties. Oh, and the, the fun thing is and I've never bet one of these. I'm almost sure I've never bet one of these was on the other staff that you can bet the plus half stroke and the tie is a winner. Like again, but that's very soccer ask kind of wash my hands of that issue. Don't need it. Well, uh, we'll go to where they do play soccer and they love it. Berlin. The First you take well, Manhattan. Then you take Berlin and, and Birmingham again, you've had, you've been pretty good about having bets in both places. Usually, uh, I know you're not just like, "Oh, I have to have a Birmingham bet for the show." Like, I, I know your process, and it just kind of worked out nice where we have some uh, some looks in both places every day.
0: It's we love grass season. It's been pretty good so far. As Fran Millionaire points out, Samsonova was trying hard there in the second set, but she's down a set and a break and. She's got a hold here just to stay alive. We'll see how it goes, but um, Zhang doing pretty well. Two looks for us. Uh, These will both be tomorrow. Again, tennis for today is just about done in terms of Berlin and Birmingham. And we'll start with the total. It's grass season, so I don't mind the 21 and a half. Cassie, Kino, Zachary, over 21 and a half. Um, I was thinking about maybe playing over two and a half sets, but again, uh, for whatever reason, the way the market correlates two and a half sets seems odd to me in terms of grass and They dropped the number way down for whatever reason. So I'll just take the 21 and a half. If you wanna find 22 at a a plus money number, you can do that a few places, but I've seen some 21 and a half standard juice floating around that looks great to me. Every single time these two players have played, they've gone three sets. And I don't necessarily rely on head-to-head stuff like that. But if you think about the matchup, the way that both of them are very good on return, um, the way that their serve is kind of attackable. And both women are women that don't quit on matches. And not to say that a lot of other players do, but you could definitely see people get defeated in second sets. They check out a little bit. Um, For certain players, second set unders are a lock when they lose the first set. And that is not the case for either one of these women here. So I think we're going to see an absolute battle here. Thought about maybe set overs, but it does feel like it might be a three set kind of thing. So maybe play the over two and a half. Anyway, I've talked about it enough at this point where I probably jinxed myself into it happening and I won't bet it. I'll be upset. So maybe you should bet it and you'll be happy. But Birmingham, we'll just take a money line there. Vekic minus 120. Um, Someone who about a year, almost a year and a half ago, picked up some injuries and really just kind of fell off. She was a really Promising sort of top 50, top 40 type player that was pushing up the rankings, especially on quick hard courts and grass. She has an excellent game for these surfaces and is really doing well here to get herself back into form. like this matchup quite a bit for her. Um, Goes up against... Sorry, I did a bad job. I didn't write this down. Sorona Kirstea, another player who has a game that is well suited for grass, but just in general, in my mind, doesn't do much better than what Beckage does. So I have Beckage out here closer to minus 150. So minus 120, minus 125, honestly, minus 130 or better is good, but you should be able to find something 20 or better. So a total will go over in Berlin and Beckage in Birmingham. Donna
1: taking Donna and B- ham is what i call it and fran millionaire says they're having uh you you will see this sometimes for majors the score uh over under for score essentially that's a i'm surprised they didn't offer
0: that more often yeah 72 like a, fun and bet and a for people to make
1: i i do see those more for majors but you do see them a lot on it's more on paper heads that have those which is I guess part of the fun, but there is a, there's a good chance to take some swings at some guys this afternoon. If you, if you think you have a good grip on, if you were able to watch this somehow and you have a good grip on how the course is playing and you'd think there's a guy whose game fits or doesn't fit this. And obviously it's going to keep drying out. It's getting windier. It's going to play tougher this afternoon. So um, maybe, maybe a, a look at some, uh, some overs this afternoon. I'm going to pull up my Buckeye. And see if I can get a few of those. So. Ooh, round
0: robin afternoon overs.
1: I kind of want to round robin some stuff. I might, I might get down with that. So, otherwise, yeah, Thank appreciate you, you guys Thank joining you. us. And Ah the half, per Ah the Hef's dad, the wind is absolutely picking up. His dad is at the course. Boots on the ground. Our correspondent in on the, the field, Ah the half senior, which I mean it was supposed to. Um, so. If the wind does pick up, sorry that four of my six outrights play in the afternoon. But you don't have to play tomorrow morning. <laughs> Such is life. That's how the cookie crumbles. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Retweet the us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Thumbs up's the most important if you don't want to do any of that. Thanks to everybody. We'll catch you tomorrow.